Hey there, everyone. I'm Sherry Dixon, and this is Strong Inside and Out, the show where we focus on all of the strategies and tips that will empower you to design your best life, living strong inside and out. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Strong Inside and Out. I cannot believe that I'm recording this the final week of June. I really have to spend a minute to update all of you on the last three weeks of my life because it has been such a pivot. I never ever imagined that I would have the courage to make a change like this. And I'm going to be honest, it doesn't come with fear and it doesn't come, not come with fear and it doesn't not come with anxiety and the worry that am I making the right decision? But when I step away and just breathe for a minute, I have to remind myself that life is hard and that Nothing is easy and free and just supposed to fall into your lap, right? And anything that's supposed to be good should challenge you. Which makes me think about getting myself back into my health and wellness journey and more specifically my fitness. So a few weeks ago, I talked to you all about my fitness plan and how I had allowed myself to get a little bit off track. I've always been healthy. We've discussed that. But of course, you have to give sometimes when you're trying something new and working extra hard, which I have been. And I really was feeling it. And I was reminded today of how much progress I've made since I've been back on my journey. So let me update you for the past four weeks, I have been completing four, I'm sorry, five workouts every week, and they have been very strategic. So it's really hot in Houston in the summer, and I don't typically do a lot of outside running in the summertime. One year, I don't know, I thought I was going to prove something to myself, and I did commit to running every day of the year outside. And I wanted to have no less than three miles. Now, I was a few years younger and I would get up very, very early. I was very motivated to do this and I actually accomplished it. And the last couple years, I was just thinking, "Mm, why? What do I have to prove? Right. So I stopped forcing myself to make every run outside three miles or more in the summertime. It's just hot. However, I, as I mentioned, am very strategic about my workouts. So during the week, I've been working out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Now on Saturdays and Sundays, I do a little bit less work within my business. I take my time getting up. I allow myself a little more time with the dog. I run errands. I clean the house. I do laundry. I do all of those household kind of things mow the grass, all the things. And so I allow myself a little more time for the workout and I make them at least one hour or more. 
So I have kind of my big pushes on the weekend. I like that because also on the weekend, if I'm going to go have dinner somewhere or do something fun, it just makes me realize it's okay. I've already worked out. I feel good. Everything is on track and I can indulge if I want to. Then during the week, I ensure that I at least get 45 minutes to an hour, just depending upon the day and depending upon what time I'm getting up and get the dog walked. And um, as a matter of fact, today was not a workout day. However, I got caught up with a coaching call for a little while and it went longer than what I expected. So that might push a workout back if it were a workout day. And so the plan that I've been following is that on Tuesdays, I do a heavy cardio. I do on Wednesdays, weight training. Then on Friday, I go back to cardio. Saturday, I do a combination and I like to include some plyometrics and some extra stretching. And then on Sunday, I do something that incorporates weights. Now they say after four weeks of doing something physically, you yourself can start to feel the change. And I have to say that I'm feeling the change. It's been four weeks. I've done 20 workouts and I feel good. I feel like my body is stronger. I have more endurance again. It's building. Um, I feel like my clothes are getting back to fitting more comfortably. And all in all, I just feel strong. My immune system, I feel it's back up and going. Um, I'm not feeling overly tired. I just feel good. They say after eight weeks, other people will start to notice your results. Now, I promise you, I never do my workouts for other people to notice. However, it's just what they say in the workout world, right? And then after 12 weeks, it basically becomes your habit and you're, you're all the way around used to it. It fits into your schedule. You can start to sustain the results and start to then go to your next goal in fitness. Now, I also mentioned that sometimes when you take a break, they say it takes two weeks to make up for every one week. And I can tell you I'm feeling that. But here's what's been really interesting. And I was reminded of this today as I was getting ready this morning, checking social media and all of the things. In one of my networking groups, somebody posed the question, do you use physical activity to help enhance your business? And I responded and I said, yes, I feel like it's important because if we don't feel our best, then we can't show up as our best. And I've been recently doing this series with my show, Confident, Courageous and Clear with Sherry on body image, which we wrap up here in a couple of weeks. And I truly have learned, although I've always known this, but just maybe have been reminded that body image affects your self-image, which affects your confidence level, which affects how you show up in the world. And I posted that. I said, if we don't feel good about how we feel and look, we're not going to show up as our best self. And we're not going to be in a place where we feel confident about anything because we're going to be worried 
about how we feel, how we look, how we're showing up, what other people are thinking, whether we want to admit it or not, we're human. We're all going to have some kind of thought like that. And I also think that physical exercise is really free therapy. I don't know about you. I don't know what your routine looks like. But when I get out there on the roads to run, I give it my all. I come home spent, so to speak. I need to replenish fluids. I need to fuel my body. Even after doing an hour or more workout, I feel the same way. And it's an opportunity for me to just kind of leave everything out there, focus on me for a minute, and I end up feeling, and maybe it's the dopamine rush after, I don't know, the endorphins, but I'm feeling like I'm a little stronger and I'm a little more capable of managing stresses that come into my life. Now, I'm sharing all of that with you for two reasons. I'm sharing it, number one, because I did do a podcast on my fitness journey and how I was getting back on track. And I wanted to give you an update just in case you were wanting to know, because I do think it's part of being a strong woman. But the other reason I was sharing it is because I do feel like I've heard so many people recently talk about what does it mean to be happy? Or how do people meet that, that place of being happy? And if you're not feeling good about you, as I mentioned, if you don't feel good about your self-image, if you're not feeling confident, if you're feeling insecure and intimidated all the time, I don't know if you can really feel happy. And this week, I blogged about being happy, and so it kind of all ties together. And really, I want to talk about that for a little bit. So I do think your health and wellness is such an important part of your journey that I don't think you can put it off to the back burner, put it off for another day. I think no matter where you are right now, get started with something because one step in the right direction is better than no steps. I don't ever say overdo it. And I always say everything in moderation, but I do think that you will find that your confidence level, your own feelings about yourself and the world will improve when you feel better about how you feel and look. So having said that, let's talk about my thoughts on being happy. I, I don't know. I think that word happy is kind of a funny word. And I start to wonder, what does it really mean to be happy? And how do we even know if we're happy? You know, I think about social media and filters and how people show up in their pictures and they look all glamorous and fabulous and all of the things. So what's to say that the images that we see out in the world in anything we do, they're not filtered. Are they really happy? I can only speak from my experience, but I know that there was a point in time where when I was married, I wasn't happy all of the, most of the time, but we put on a good front. So it begs me to ask the question, how do we really know if we're happy? Are we faking it all the time? Plus, I think that a lot of times I start to wonder when people ask me if I'm happy, 
Are they really asking, do I look like I'm happy? Do I act like I'm happy? Not me, but them. Them projecting that question onto me. So I'm going to ask you, are you happy? You know, in my coaching journey and in life in general, I know that I've learned that no one has a perfect life out there. Take it from me, a recovering perfectionist. And I know that 50% of our life will be good and the other 50% will be challenging. And that's just normal. We're human beings. And I believe that for those that seem to look like they actually have this great, happy life, maybe they're actually people who have learned to control their emotions and realize that the only thing that they have any power over is how they respond to outside forces. So those that are truly happy, maybe that's the secret. It's not about I can control what happens to me because we can't, right? But we control what we do. So for example, wallowing in the fact that you can't control outside factors definitely keeps you stuck in the fact that you have no control which means you could be spinning around and around trying to gain control which could mean that then you definitely are not happy but if you know how things come at you and you know that they're going to come and you can't control them one way or the other no matter how hard we want to i'm not saying that people who learn that don't want to control things we just know that we can't it's about how you react to them that can give you that sense of control, so to speak, and make you realize you're in charge of your own happiness and not let all of those things and outside forces maybe get to you. Maybe that's the secret to happiness. For example, when I was a principal, it was a hard job. And I just talked to you about my running. I would come home at the end of the day and I would go out for a hard run most days of the week and I would push myself and as I mentioned I would come back spent but I needed to release the stress because I couldn't control everything that would come at me all day as the principal there was no way that could be controlled and sometimes there would be really good days as a principal and sometimes there would be very challenging days but I knew that if I could just really sit, let it go, I could come home, I could breathe, I could fix my mindset, and I could go out and be with my family or be with my friends or be with the people in my world and have a positive mindset and feel happy about the work I've done, about the life I have built. So this brings me to the question, how does one become happy? So I looked online. Of course, I like to research everything. Happiness is a state of mind consisting of feelings of joy, contentment, and other positive emotions, but also a sense that one's life has meaning and is valued. And that was online written by somebody, Libromisky, in 2001. So this definition has been around for a while. So if that's the meaning, then how do we get to that state? Feelings of joy, contentment, and other positive emotions. 
And then also having a sense that your life has meaning and it's valued. It also makes me wonder, how do we get to that place where we know our life has meaning and is valued? And more importantly, do we have control over that? I do believe we control our own happiness. I, Sherry Dixon, truly believe that. Just like we control our own emotions, our own life path, and our own responses to life events. We choose to find the positive in life, or we choose to remain stuck in negative emotions. We choose to stay stuck, or we choose to seek out things that can make us happy and move us forward. We choose to put ourselves in social circles with positive people, making it hard not to be happy, or we put ourselves with a bunch of negative Nancys. Sorry, Nancy, if you're out there listening. Life is all about choices, and happiness is definitely one of them. So I had to sit down and think about what do I do in my own life to help me be a happy person? I have to be honest with you. I live alone. Most of my home conversations are with the brown dog. I choose to live alone. I choose to be single. I have people in my life that I go hang out with, have my social time. I think I have a healthy social life. But sometimes people believe that being alone means lonely, which can lead to unhappiness. And I really want to share whatever your situation is at home, you can choose to be happy. And when I sat down and, as I mentioned, thought about the things that I do consistently to make sure that I'm happy, even in the situation that I'm in, here's what I do. These are just my thoughts. But I think they're doable, and I think anybody listening can definitely use them in your own life. So the first thing that I suggest is that you reflect on what you enjoy doing in life. I had a friend on my show this year, she was one of the first episodes, who shared that one day someone asked her what she wanted to do for the day. Whatever made her happy, it was totally up to her. And she said, after losing herself in the hustle and bustle of life, taking care of everyone else, she did not even know what made herself happy. Taking time to think about this is really important. And that was a lesson I learned during that show. Do you know what you like to do? Sometimes we need to start with thinking about what we don't like to do, right? And then we can build from there. Reflection can be hard, especially when we're so used to taking care of everyone else's needs and putting our own on the back burner. But the more you reflect on this, the easier it will become. And before you know it, you'll have a long list of things that make you happy in life. Then once you know what makes you happy, go do it. So many people say, oh my gosh, that would make me so happy. I would love to go do that. Well, then go do it. Oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. If only I could go do that. Who says you can't? 
I truly hear this from people. Now, I do say that once you know what makes you happy and you decide you're going to go do it, do realize that you may have to do a little bit of compromising. For example, there were things I liked to do that were different from my ex-husband when I was married, and we had to compromise and take turns doing things that made the other person happy sometimes. You can do that also. Trust me, <laughs> if we could figure that out, anybody can figure that out. Maybe something on your list is something new. You've never done it before. Makes it a little bit scary, but that's okay. Take a new adventure in life. Try a new hobby. And if you're worried about doing it alone, like maybe I would be sometimes, take a friend along. You never know. It just could be your new fun thing to do together. Who knows? Take the risk. Because here's the thing. If you find something and you think it would make you happy, it sounds all fantastic. And it does. Look what you have to gain. And what if you go do it and you didn't like it and you have nothing to lose and you don't have the regret or the wondering if that would have made you happy, right? Nothing in life is set in stone and it can always be adjusted. That's the great thing about life. And finally, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier, surround yourself with positive, happy people. I am not sure about you, but I definitely can find that if I'm around a bunch of people complaining about everything, I start to join in, or at least I start to get that feeling of, wow, life is just not okay. It's almost like I can't help myself. But if I stay around positive, upbeat people who find joy in life, who enjoy the things they do in the world, it makes me feel that I could do that as well. I can feel happy. I can be positive. Find people that look at the bright side. Find people who are able to rationally make decisions in life. And find people who enjoy being around people and can have an influence on the environment you're in. Trust me, it makes a difference. Nobody wants to go home feeling drained because all you did is listen to a bunch of negatives all day long. So I'm going to ask you two hard questions. Are you showing up as your best self? And are you happy on your journey? Do you know what makes you happy? Do you need to spend some time reflecting on that? Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you may be in a place where maybe you're in your middle age and you've already been taking care of so many other people and so many other things for so long, you just don't know who you are anymore. Maybe that's causing you not to know what makes you happy anymore. Maybe you've gotten into such a routine of things that you do it just because it's routine, but it's not necessarily that it makes you happy. Maybe you find yourself in a place that I did a few years back, about 12, as a matter of fact, almost 13, where you're going, wow, I had this whole life and then everything changed. And now I need to figure out my new life, which includes understanding what makes me happy at this point. As I mentioned, 
Life is never going to be something carved in stone. You can change your circumstances. You can change your reality. And you can change up how you show up and how you feel about anything that happens to you. It'll take a little work, a little mindset shifting. But I promise, if being happy is something that's important to you, I think it's worth it. I don't know about you, but those are my thoughts for this week. So I want to thank you for joining me this week on Strong Inside and Out. And I did want to just remind you, when you get this episode, which will release on Tuesday, June 27, we just have three days left until CART closes for Confident, Courageous, and Clear, Learning to Live Life on Your Terms, which is a fantastic program that supports middle-aged women who may be undergoing anything in life that's causing them to feel stuck. And they really need some support to get out of that stuckness and move on and build a life they love. Y'all, I have a free training. I redid the training four times. Four times the charm, right? Let's go with that. Four times, and I'm going to put the link in the show notes this week for you because I think this one's finally the money. I go through my self-coaching process, exactly what I use to design the program, and strategies for you to do it on your own. But if you feel like those strategies make sense to you and those steps make sense to you, but you want to get there faster, better, and stronger. And you feel like in order to really make it happen, you need that accountability support. I have the PowerPoint within this uh, program as well. And you can link directly in, get yourself scheduled to work with me or get yourself scheduled sometimes so you can learn a little bit more about the program. It really is a fantastic program. I cannot say it enough, but of course, that's because I made it, right? You're probably going, okay, girl, you think you know, but I have used this free training with people and I started using these processes with others that I am coaching and they're getting results. So that's the good news. And of course, I've used it on myself so many times over the last 12 years that I can tell you if those processes work for me. They're going to work for anybody for sure. All right, y'all. That is everything we have for this week. Don't miss out on that great program. And please, if you enjoy what you're hearing on Strong Inside and Out, and I'm trying to improve it every single week for you, make sure you get good nuggets of information. Share it with those that you think might enjoy as well. I don't do a lot of advertising on here. As a matter of fact, Besides posting this on my social media, that's how the word gets out. So you spreading the word and getting more listeners to hear this free content, the better. So I would much appreciate it. All right. I will see you next week right here on Strong Inside and Out. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Strong Inside and Out. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe and don't forget, leave us a great review. Of course, if you know someone who would love this podcast, let them know. And as always, follow me at www.findagirlinherdog.com. Until next time, 